views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Oh, hey, Dre, how you doing? I'm good, how you been? I just came back from watching the Evening Rush show with Dawn and Rainbow. How was it? It was great, girl. You gotta watch it. Yo, what's good, man? It's Dawn. It's Rainbow. We'll be back with a whole new season of fun and entertainment. We talk about current events, business, relationships, you need any advice, and mailbag letters, or you have a suggestion about a topic, we're back with a whole new season, you name it, we talk about it, every Wednesday from 7 to 8 at the Evening Rush Network, catch us on iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Facebook Live, Twitch, Mixcloud, and all the podcasting sites, email us at theeveningrush at gmail.com, if you want to catch up on any of the shows, not just the Evening Rush, but any of the shows on the network, you can go on the Evening Rush Network. Thanks. Thank you for watching. Evening Rush. Hope you enjoy. What's good? What's good? What up, New York City? How are y'all all doing? You already know what it is. It's the Evening Rush each and every Wednesday. 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Dawn and Rainbow. You got it right. Woo! Give know. yourself a round of applause. <laughs> How is everybody doing in New York, Virginia, North Carolina, Atlanta, Cali? I've been going I was about a lot to say, of love um, I was about to say, you just going to say the East Coast. What happened to everybody on, in the Midwest, in the West Coast? We've we been getting love. Yo, shout <laughs> to Chicago. I just got a hit up from them the other day. So, uh, yeah, we getting there. We getting there. We moving. We about you you didn't say africa we always we always get hit up yeah, from africa. Right. No, yeah shout out to africa because they might get offended <laughs> and stop watching but yeah. anyway what's going on how is everybody doing it's the evening rush today we got governor paul nichols in the building how are you doing how you that's doing right y'all that that is going to be our governor yes facts I, I, I feel the energy. I feel the vibe, and I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> it's great to be on the program here with Don and Rainbow. I'm feeling the love. I'm excited, man. This is this is the best kept secret that's out here, and we're gonna blow this thing up. I'm excited. Amen. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Definitely, definitely. What's good, Jada? I see you on the check-in. Yeah, um, Jada. How was your week, Rainbow? Um, busy. Busy. I'm tired. I'm tired already. It was my first day back to work, but I worked every day last week. So I don't know. I'm tired. I'm tired. T I R E. I can't front. Yesterday what? I had a migraine and I was like out of it. Over it? Over it. I was out of it. I, I mm -hmm. actually rested. I think I went to bed like six o'clock. I didn't wake up till this morning. Like seriously. That you know, sounds you know like that sounds like me when I had the flu. <laughs> You know, you know the first thing I did, right? Took a COVID test. Took a COVID test. Yeah, I, I wasn't playing right. games. Was... <laughs> Everything now, I, I think COVID. Oh, wait a minute. Let me stick this thing on my nose. Yeah, you know. And COVID. then they they gave us some free tests, so I'm I'm enjoying that part. You know what I mean? Your free home test. Yeah, listen, I take advantage of it. I don't know if I trust the home test. So if I'm going to get a COVID test, I am walking myself down the block to the little truck, and that's where I'm going to take my test. Because they give I mean, you a rapid, and they give you a PCR. So I'll get my rapid in 15, maybe, because they'd be taking longer than that. And I'll get my I'll get my PCR the next day, and this way I know for sure. For whoa. sure. 25 years, Biggie, today. I 25 years he's been Wow. Playing. I was a then, baby then. 25 yo, years ago? I'm lying. I wasn't a baby. <laughs> like, I, I remember the day they, they, you know, they said it on the radio. It was just like, I was in shock. Like, I knew he shouldn't have went to Cali. I've been saying it. I kept saying it. I mean, that, was, that wasn't his first time in Cali. Um, Since the incident with Pac, yeah, that was his first time in Cali. You know what I mean? So... That was a little heartbreaking today. Um, shout out to my son. He enjoyed his first day of college on Monday. I was about to say which son? TJ. TJ. Enjoyed his first day of college. Um, he went to Long Island Community College. 
So yesterday where's, was where's the craps? Where's the craps and the bombs and the gunfire? He has to get all of it. You know what I mean? And then um, we went to wrestling this weekend and had a great weekend. Like, and I wasn't invited. I didn't get a ticket. Yo, no, you know I was going to go with you. I, I, I said I would have went with you, and you didn't. You didn't buy me a ticket. Shout, shout, shout out to um, Roman, bro, low, low key, but you know, oh. hooking us up. He did. He gave me the big hookup. Cause we was at the no nosebleeds. He, you know. He said, "Look, up. mind your business. Don't tell anybody a secret." He <laughs> said, "You snitching on him now." <laughs> what Yo, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The garden is. It wasn't the, the the crazy part. The energy in the garden was amazing. Um, I haven't been in the garden in a long time. I think before COVID and pre COVID, uh, pre COVID. Yeah. What's good, Benjamin? I see you on the check in, bro. Um, yeah, and it was phenomenal. You know what I mean? Shout out to the garden. Um, so Roman won because I seen I seen you post a picture and Erica get have a I have a heart attack. Like shout out to Roman, you already know. <laughs> hey, Roman all day, you know. Listen, I mean, I'm I'm all for the Hawaiians. That one baby, it's that one, the Usos, all of that. It's the I'm, one. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on uh this week's uh craziness we got to talk about my brother eric uh i, I love him he's to death. mad, I voted he's mad for at him. the teachers I'm he's mad at the teachers i, I listen i does not don't say please put your mask on please wear your mask in school no you know what listen i, I yeah I, that's me all the way but what i disagree with is you're saying two no what is it four to two you want mask on in school but five to and up don't gotta wear masks. Do you know how hard it is to get my two year old to wear a mask? One will wear it and the other one won't. Do you know how hard I, I guess he's saying because they they can't be vaccinated, but that doesn't mean that all the children are vaccinated though. They don't have to be vaccinated to go to school. So if they don't wear, I mean, it doesn't really matter whether whether you're vaccinated or not, you can still catch it and give it to someone. Either way, whether you're vaccinated and I get that, or not. And, I, and I get that. But, but um, I feel that everybody, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. You should wear your mask because I don't trust you. I don't know where you've been. School, I don't know where the people you've been school, around been. It depends on what school you go to. But if your school is pushing for you to wear the mask. Let me tell you something. Children. Why are you upset at the teachers and the, the, the principals and everybody that's saying, listen, you got to wear this mask in this teachers, school. I mean, teachers. Children are bacteria spreaders. They are the ones who give it to us and pass it on. So they Big need time. to wear a mask more than anybody because when your children go to school, they come home with everything. And then everybody hey. in the house got everything. Paul, what's your intake on this? Uh, this is this is an interesting one. Um, you know, to see, you know, the, the, the mayor try to get New York back to a place of normal. It's a tough road, um, you know. The, the 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 young people that we deal with. I'm a church person, and so you know, finally, you're starting to see, you know, folks t getting a little bit more comfortable to take the masks off in, in church services. But you know, parents, by and large, this they still are keeping the masks on, even when it's optional, and it's always been optional in uh, in the church settings. But I think you know, parents are going to give their children instructions and say, hey. Timmy, you going to school, you better leave that mask on because as Sister Rainbow was saying, you know, I don't want you bringing everything home back to us here. Uh, so that, you know, the parents are going to, I think, you know, the mayor is trying to get us back to something kind of close to normal, but being able to leave it up to parents where parents will allow their kids to say, no, you're not going to be bring home every single disease that you come across yeah. back into right. this house. Uh, but it's but it's interesting because you know you want to see some of those some of those expressions and some of those faces and you know be able to pick up on some social cues. You know, I'm I'm out on the yeah. street and you know I, I'm still processing. You got to read eyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You know, well, I tell my, I, you know, I could always tell when my mother was mad at me because I just looked at her eyes and you knew it yeah. was you knew it was about to be on and popping. So. Yeah. And you can tell if someone's smiling of the, under their mask because their eyes light up. You that's can you can yeah. my people's eyes, but not, kids, kids need to wear masks because darn no firsthand they'll get cocksucky. That what is that hand foot mouth? Yeah, yeah. I went, I went through that. that. 
Before, before COVID. I went through that. Yeah, I was going. I went through that with both <laughs> sets of my twins. Probably would love to send their kids to school with full hazmat suits because they're they're <laughs> incubators. You know, get the, yes. gun, get the whole thing on. But you know, we, you know, we're trying to. You're trying. I, I get the, the the impulse to try to get folks back to normal and try to at least yeah. say, you know, at some point we've got to put COVID in the rearview mirror because you know it's going to be here and 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 we have to learn to adapt with it and to it and be able to say, you know, what's the way that we can all decide to keep each other safe um, to be able to position each other where we can know that there's this looming fear out here, but still move on with the things that we know are socially healthy for us that are connecting for us as people, as human beings. And so, I, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough. Yeah. I mean, like my old, like that's NC once again, that's my issue with, um, the governor that that they put in place of my governor, my ex-governor, because you're right, my new right. governor. Um, I don't even like talking about her too tough. Um, when Be she happy. was like, COVID is not real. Like, just, we have to move on. But COVID is real. Yes. COVID, COVID is a very COVID real thing. Took yeah. out, I guess she didn't catch it. So she I don't know how real. many people. <laughs> right. She didn't catch it. Or nobody close to her caught it. So she like, eh. It's not real. I don't know. Let me tell you something. That the COVID part, The heartbreaking part is, listen, you're running New York right now. Right, right. That COVID headache is a real headache. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Yeah, okay? you know, the, the problem is, you know, what the current governor is doing now is that they're playing politics. And, and, and that's all this is. You're not going by what's in the best interest of the people. You're not going by what's the, the what the science is saying what what mm -hmm. what all the you know the, the the partners and the the folks that you're working with all throughout the state are saying it's 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 political and and that's what my candidacy is about to, to stop the politics we got to put people first and say what's in the best interest of people listen to the people hear what they have mm -hmm. to say bring their opinions to the forefront and say, you know what, this this is what's in the best interest of folks. But we're we're not seeing that now. And and you and you you put it perfectly too. The the former governor, he got taken out by politics. Politics yeah. is real. COVID is real. Politics is real. And both of it, we've got to be able to say, this is how we're going to handle this and and put people first, despite what's going on. That's yeah, that's the problem is they don't want to put us first. It's always about mm -hmm. money, 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 money. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I always say I tip my hat to um, Governor Como. He is the reason why I think as many people did survive the first COVID blast was because of him. He knew when to stop. Okay, listen, we're going to shut this down. We're going to take care of this. We're going to take care of that. But he, well, he they ain't shut, they not shut nothing down now. Because oh, if yeah, they nah, shut nah, anything down now... Uh, I need, I, I look, I need, uh, what, is, what was they giving away? Unemployment. I need it. Food stamps. I need it. I need it all. And that's the problem. Like they were giving away everything. So everybody was like, I'm not going back to work. I'm not doing it. Mm -mm, nope. Yeah. That was, that was one of the biggest problems though. When people on, on unemployment was making more money than people <laughs> still out here working. You have no idea. I was mad. I was going to work every day from eight to five and I was not coming home with what they was coming home with. Mm -hmm. You know, even I was tempted to say, you know, how can I get a piece of that unemployment money? <laughs> but that that underscores a fundamental problem in the state where you are incentivized not to work simply because your wages aren't realistic what it takes mm -hmm. to live in the state of New York. One of our plans is to completely revolutionize the way in which we do uh, wages in the state. $15 an hour is a joke. And 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 that's not anywhere. You can you can have a full-time job working 12 hours and still not be able to afford a one-bedroom apartment as a single right. person. And, Absolutely. And you'd be struggling. And then there's still parts of the state that still haven't even reached $15 an hour yet. So to to say that we're going to just listen to the voices that dictate the policies and their rich, wealthy folks, they don't understand what $15 an hour means. They, they, they're they not connecting with rents that are $2,000 a month, $2,500 mm -hmm. a month. You know, I actually have my name on one of the affordable housing lists. I got all excited because I got chosen in the lottery 
And I opened up the email. I was all excited. And it was $2,800 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. That's, that's not, not affordable. affordable. That is well, not that's affordable. That's not affordable housing. Right? That's, that's not affordable housing. It's like affordable to who? If you're yeah. a millionaire and you're dictating policy, of course, that's affordable to you. But regular folks like you and I and your listeners and your viewers, well, that's well, not affordable. Bedroom. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And that's who's leading the conversations. I saw a comment that, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to try to remove politics. I think that we can at least come close. And, and I think having a leader that's not immersed in political discourse, because for me, you know, I heard Barack Obama's speech in 2004 where he said, you know, we're not in a red United States or a blue United States. It's a United States of America. And I believe fundamentally that if the best idea that will benefit the people is a Republican idea, then go with that. If it's a Democratic idea, go with that. A Green Party, doesn't matter. Rent too damn high party. We're going to go with that idea because it's what's best for the people is what right. should happen. And, yeah. and that's why I'm running to say that politics needs to take a backseat. You can't get rid of all of it. But at least if the leader is not driven by politics, we can at least start seeing a different conversation. Right. That's the, the right. that's the problem. That's the problem. It's like everyone's party is like, well, I have to be I have to be so um, together with my party. It doesn't matter what their party is saying. If their party is saying something that's absolutely right. Boo, 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 boo to you. That plan is not a, is not a go, which is not how it should be. We are all people. I get it. Some of us are a little richer than others, but help us all. Absolutely. You can you can literally have one party saying your mother's the best mother in the world. Like, no, I disagree with that. Absolutely not. I mean, it doesn't matter what the other side is saying. They're just in a mode of political disagreement and partisanship mm -hmm. that it ends up hurting the people that they're supposed to be representing. And that's got mm -hmm. to stop. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to get because we skipped, oh, you already went in, and I love it. We, went, so, we forgot yeah, to introduce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we forgot to let the people know more about you. Um, we met Ada Amazora, and uh, yo, from that point on, once again, a, another great speaker. Once you started talking, it was like that. That he's, you he's got it. you had you had gone and hello is pretty much is what he said. So I was like, um, I want him on the show. I want him to tell the people and explain to the people who he is. Um, let them know you you you're from first of all, you're from you're from Queens. So that, Queens. yeah, me too. South side, from South Side all the way. Oh, I'm from North Side. <laughs> He's the governor, so he loves all of New York, so it doesn't matter. All New York, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, you know, we, we're all one. And you know, I was born in, in, in Manhattan, but raised in Queens. And, uh, you know, I went to public schools. I'm an attorney now. But, you know, interestingly enough, when I went into corporate law, they, you know, they were paying me money that I had never seen in my life coming from, you know, South Side Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, when they gave me my first check, I'm like, you don't have to give me, you know, my whole year's salary all the right. month. Like, <laughs> it was like, no, that's just the two weeks pay. I was blown away. And wow. it, it was powerful because... You know, I, I felt a sense of accomplishment having gotten to this point, but something didn't sit right with me because it's a corporate firm that represents Fortune 500 companies, Citibank, eBay, Tiffany's. And even if they lose a case, the cost, even if it's $10 million, that's just like the cost of doing business with them. Nobody's yeah. life is impacted. But for me, the area where I come from, if somebody loses a case, somebody's wrong for somebody's child is wrongfully going to jail, somebody's losing their home to foreclosure, someone's life is completely upended. So for me, you know, it was more important for me to use my skills and God given abilities to benefit the people 
where in the areas where I come from. So I left corporate law and I went to work in the, in the, in the federal and the state courts right in the middle of the foreclosure crisis where we were able to help keep a lot of folks in their homes and, and particularly brown and, and, and black communities were hit particularly hard during mm-hmm. foreclosure because as you guys know, a lot of our wealth is in our homes. And, and, and once that's gone, then, then that's it. So we were able to do a lot, but then from there I transitioned and worked in the state legislature at some of the highest levels of government, worked for a former Senate majority leader, worked for congressional members, worked as chief of staff for a number of state senators. And so I've been in Albany, know how the sauce works and been able to see upfront how our leaders have really failed us. Mm. The, the, the middle class, we're getting hit harder like nobody's business. I'm a regular person. And part of this candidacy is the mind blowing concept of maybe we shouldn't have one of the one percent leading the 99 percent. But having somebody that feels and identifies actually lead the way, because when you think about it, you've got millionaires and billionaires They're deciding the educational policy for everyone else. But their kids aren't going to those schools. You've got millionaires that are deciding our transportation, but they're not riding that transportation that we're riding. They got them deciding our health care, but they, they, they got the best doctors in the world making their health care decisions. And so it, we, we, we kind of lost track of just that basic understanding that someone who should lead us should actually feel and understand the, 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 the issues that they're talking about, that they should be affected by the policies that they're making. And so that's who I am, a regular guy from around the street that just has been blessed with an amazing journey to understand and, and have been around the, the heights of power, but also serving the community. I'm a pastor's son and have served in my church as right. long as I can remember. And then, um, you know, I went and I worked as the director of the community center for uh, South Jamaica houses, 40 projects in the house. And so, mm. um, you know, that's that my, 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 my strength and my grounding is in the people and that's where I always will stay. And so that's who I am. And then this would be a historic candidacy. We've never elected a black governor in the state of New York. So, you know, we're trying to break some barriers and make some history here and really show the, the, the people that New York we can do something different. We can do things that have never been done before, but through the lens of putting the people first. My motto was power in the people, man. Mm. Um, yeah, people, look, when it's time to vote, y'all better vote. I'm voting. Yeah. My vote is shout in. Out to our Ethan, um, down in Baltimore, Charm City Direct TV. They on the check in. Um, my thing right now, because one, I, this is the amazing thing. I want you and Eric Adams to really hold down New York. I feel like both of y'all, your concepts and working together, we can change a lot of things. That's right. Um, Definitely in the second hour, I have a whole list of those things I definitely want to know how we gonna change. You mean the second half an hour, not the second hour. We this man ain't gonna be on there with us for two hours now. My bad. You know what I mean. He's an important person. (laughs) I know, I know, my bad. You know what I mean. We all important, but we're gonna put this till till eleven o'clock. We're doing the overnight now, right? (laughs) (laughs) We all have to pay some extra. We're going to the second hour, baby. I mean that's right. Yeah. So um when you have you since you've been around, you've talked to to, to the governor now. Correct. Um because I, I was looking at one of your one of your speeches where you were talking to her. Do you feel like she's in for our best interest, to be honest? So here here's the way you can always tell who a politician is gonna be working for. And it's mm-hmm. watch the money. Watch where their money is coming from because whoever pays you, that's your who your boss is. So right now she raised almost $22 million. And if you look at where that money came from, it came from big real estate companies, big corporations. Mm-hmm. And so that tells me right away who she's going to work for. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. when you got fundraisers that are $22,000 a ticket, nobody that I know from around the way got $22,000 just hanging around to just drop on a dinner that probably don't even taste good anyway. But this is about... Because it ain't seasoned. They don't even season some of that stuff. And mm -hmm. so they're, what they're doing is they're paying for access. They're paying for the ability to drive the conversation. And so it's no coincidence that New York State is now the second most ex expensive state in the entire country. New York mm -hmm. City just passed San Francisco as the most expensive city in the entire mm -hmm. country. And so when you see big dollars driving the conversations, when you see the current governor taking money from all of those real estate developers that benefit directly from rents being $2,800, $3,000 a month, $2,000 a month for rooms that are no bigger than probably, you know, some of these porta potties that are on the street. You know, this is the stuff that's making people leave the state. We lost yeah. 330,000 people to migration, out migration. Mm -hmm. In the last census cycle, in the last I'm two, one of those. If I wasn't running, I'd be like ten minutes from going myself. You know, my <laughs> godson lives in in Georgia, and he's like, "Pops, you know, they, we got rents that are seven hundred and fifty dollars a month for a big, beautiful place. They got a pool in the backyard. Why can't New York be like that?" Because we need to have a leader that's not listening to the corporate developers that benefit from these sky high rents that have only gone up 24 percent more in the last year. And in some instances, folks are going to be seeing like a 50 percent spike in their rents. Con Edison bills just went Con Edison bills just doubled for some folks that are paying the utilities. They're going to be seeing some of those things happening. So, yeah, and, and especially a lot of people are working from home. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. Think that, the thing that they didn't used to have to pay for because they'd be at work all day. Now they have to pay for it. Food, That's right. That's right. Like in their home. All <laughs> right. One of our producers just asked, how do you attend, attend to address, address those that. issues? So we've got a couple of different ways that we want to. Let's just talk about the housing for, for an example. We've got a couple of different ways that we're going to really tackle that issue. The first thing you have to do is you have to, in order to solve a problem, you have to recognize that there is a problem. The Comptroll issued a report that says 2.9 million residents in the state of New York are what's in a situation called cost burden, meaning they're spending more than 30% of their income in just keeping a roof over their head. And half mm -hmm. of that number are severely cost burden, meaning they're spending more than 50% of their income in, 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 in just keeping a roof over their head. So mm -hmm. the first thing that we want to do, we're going to set a state cap, a state maximum on the amount of rent that will make us competitive with other states. And so we'll debate about what that number is, but my number is going to start around the eight, nine hundred dollars a month, a thousand dollars a month. And then what we say to developers and property owners, because we want to make it make sense for everyone, we'll say you will decide how much tax you will pay on your property. We will remove property tax from your building. And for every every dollar you go over our state cap, that's what you will pay tax on. So you can get away scot-free without paying any tax as long as you keep that rent right where it is, 800, 900, make it affordable. And then for the other uh, properties that we're going to be building, we'll be making sure that they're truly affordable. That's 30% of folks that are making a little bit less that might not be able to hit the 800, $900 a month. And what that does is right away, we're competitive with other states, Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, places that people are now moving to because it's mm -hmm. just generally more affordable housing-wise. But then also housing-wise, housing we want to insert the state government into the market where the state will buy some properties and we will be able to understand that we can control the supply and demand, we can control the prices because now we get revenue streams from everywhere else. So we don't have to now go in so hard with charging $2,000, $2,500 a month with rent because we get rent everywhere. It's like the Walmart concept. We, mm. we specialize in selling so many things so we don't have to charge so much for one item. And that's what we have to do. And it's coming from the fundamental premise that housing is a right. And, and, mm. and, 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 and recognizing that homelessness is out of control because of affordability. Not everyone that's in a homeless shelter has a mental disability. For example, one of the members, several of the members in my church, uh, unfortunately, 
even though they are essential workers, one works as a nurse that worked 10, 12, 14 hours during the pandemic, but they didn't go home to a wonderful home of their own, a roof of their own. They went home to a homeless shelter. This is not somebody that's on the on the corner with a cup begging. This is a a, a, a working class individual with a regular nine to five job, an essential worker that can't afford to put a roof over their head. And they were telling me, they're like, Paul, there are many working class people mm-hmm. with a homeless shelter, you know, because they just don't have an option. Some folks are doing it to try to get access to subsidies and try to get access to, you know, voucher programs. Folks shouldn't have to do that. We should be able to know right. that housing stock that we have is affordable and that folks can get access to competitive prices that they don't have to go to other states to find it. So that's that's just a couple of ways. You know, we go in, in depth with a lot of our plans, but it's from the understanding that what's happening now, the status quo is unacceptable. Yes, definitely. I would love $8, $900. Uh, I would love, love it, it too. I mean, that would definitely keep me. Absolutely. That would definitely keep me in New York because I think I'm about to be on now, I don't know if that I, I don't know if that would keep me in New York because sometimes the people in New York is what is what, it might be driving you out too. We're a little rude at times. <laughs> well, um, we're going to pay some bills real quick and then we're going to be right back. Uh, give us a second, but if you want to start your own podcast, this is what you do. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Now a message from our sponsors. Envious Creations for your baker needs. Follow them on Instagram at Envious Creations with a Z or call or text 347-984-3963. Martine Felton, author of You Love, You Learn. Download her book at www.martinefelton.com. She is also a life coach and author and intuitive. Plush Vodka, are you looking for a good premium flavored vodka? Well, order yours now at www.plushvodka.com. Are you looking for a change in your community? Well, follow Chaplain Christine Winslow and her cause of concern and solution, Inc. Follow them on team underscore Winslow on Instagram. Hot Commodity Cosmetics and Lash Studios. Order your cosmetics now at hotcommodicosmetics.com or follow them on Instagram at hotcommodity underscore cosmetics. Industry 21 Magazine Apparel. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at industry21mag or i21apparel on Instagram and Facebook. And those are our sponsors of The Ethan Rush with Don and Rainbow. If you're looking to be a sponsor, feel free to email us at theethanrush at gmail.com for inquiries. And don't forget to catch us here each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And follow us on Instagram at The Ethan Rush Show. That's what I'm talking about right there. The people's governor. We got him in the building. Shout out to Mr. Paul Nichols. Um, this is where the now the now the question is gonna get a lot tougher. What up, Envy? What up? Yeah, I got the whole family in the building. Shout out to the right. relaxation hour. Think and grow <laughs> with a vet green. What's good? Um, I want to go through one. You got the five, your five policies. I definitely want to go through that. And sure. I definitely want to talk about crime. Um, that's one of my so, biggest issues with New York in a whole from yes. Beamington to here in general. But let's start off with your policies. One we've been talking about, which is all housing should be affordable. Then you have create a division of economic health. Explain yes. that. So the idea is to create a brand new concept. We we are familiar with physical health where you know, I could probably do a little bit better with that. I need to hit the gym a little bit more. We know what physical health is. Mental health, we know what that is. Again, that conversation of the importance of mental health is coming to the forefront. But what's been overlooked or not talked about is an individual's economic health, meaning how financially stable are they? Financially healthy are they? Because a person's financial health and economic health 
has so many offshoots if a person is economically depressed. It, it causes breakdowns in the home. It causes anxiety because there's no comfort in knowing that, you know, you're, you're just living from paycheck to paycheck. You're one paycheck away from being in foreclosure or being in, thrown into court for eviction. And so this has certain different components to it that makes it very, very difficult to kind of move forward. So the idea is to create a whole division in the state of New York that is singularly focused on making sure people have the economic strength, buying power to make sure that they have more disposable income than any time in the state's history. We're making sure that we're making each and every one have the ability to be able to not only just be able to save, to have emergency funds, to be able to invest. One interesting part of the division of economic health that we're going to create, we're going to create a New York credit score. This is outside of the box thinking. And what that is, is after we give New Yorkers the economic tools that they need to learn after they take a financial education course, financial literacy course, so that they know how to use money, know how to invest, know how to make money, make money for you. A lot of the things that others are taught that a lot of people don't have access to, we give them that information, give them the tools. And after they've successfully completed that course, which will be free, they will be given a perfect 850 New York credit score, where as long as you're applying for anything in the state of New York, lenders are only going to be able to look at that New York credit score. Now that oh, I love it. That opens yeah. up a whole new world of folks that were denied for loans, private loans, student loans, business loans. That opens up a whole new reality for folks that are home searching or, or, or apartment searching or folks are looking at credit scores, recognizing we're giving folks a brand new lease on life. Because if you don't come from some of the areas that, you know, have been overlooked or underrepresented, you don't know some of the challenges because there are communities where young people had their parents opening up stuff in their name and, you know, having to use their credit and they end up making, you know, wrong decisions and by the time that young person reaches the adult age their credit's already jacked up and it's no fault of their own and even that parent that wasn't given the tools that wasn't taught how to use money wasn't taught the value of you know depreciation mm -hmm. where you know we're going to spend you know seven hundred dollars on sneakers and we could probably put that somewhere else and sometimes that's not you know their fault but they just weren't taught and, and given the tools that we need they need so before we give them that credit score to go out into the world we will equip them with the tools that they need so that they will be able to now go forward and and and, and now make some new decisions, different decisions, and have the world out at, you know, at, their, at, at their feet. So it's a whole brand new look on economic health and economic empowerment, where we're not just looking for today, but we want to help individuals all throughout the state of New York build generational wealth and be able to support not just themselves, but their children and their children's children. This is very important to economic stability where, you know, we're going to talk about crime. And when we get to that, I'm going to tie it yeah. all in for you. Yeah. I'm, Cause I know you got, um, we're both I'm, all I'm time. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a question again from our producer. She says, does the course accumulate in an exam? Yeah, yeah. So the way, the way it works is there's a lot of different, different ways in which, uh, financial education courses kind of play out. So you have some that will be a, a final exam, so to speak, but then there are others where it's hands-on training, where you will have to, you know, for example, one that I took years and years ago, where you will get, you know, almost like fake money and you will actually invest it in the stock market and you'll start seeing and learning how to invest and, and getting the tools. So it's, 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 real-time training that happens as well. So you'll be seeing right away that you will be developing the skills and getting the tools. So even before any any final exam, so to speak, you'll already know, okay, I, I have the tools already, but financial education course operate differently. Some, again, some would be a final exam, but the idea is to make sure that each participant has mastered the skills and have been given the ability and, and fully comprehend the abilities of what money can do for you or what using credit effectively can do for you and, and can overall 
decrease the amount of money that you spend. Because as we know, if you have a good credit score, the amount that you would pay on a car loan or house mm-hmm. loan significantly less because again, you're paying lower interest. And so all of these things are tied into making sure people have more money in their pocket at the end of the day. But yeah, there would be an example that some hands-on training pieces of it that make sure you have the skills that you need. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. The next is the war, the war on wealth gap, which pretty much you summed up. Um, Spread out New York. Right. Yeah, we can close together. Right, right. So so the idea is there's so many beautiful parts of the state of New York. As I've been traveling the state, there's some amazing, amazing parts of the state that, uh, you know, really go underutilized and they really go underpromoted. And people that we call transplants that were in the city at one point that are up there now, they're like, man, I wish I would have found this earlier. This is amazing. And so we want to incentivize folks to, you know, we don't have to stay all on top of each other, downtown Brooklyn or you know, parts of Queens or, you know, different parts of the city. There's amazing parts of the city of, of the state that we want to say, we will we'll, we'll subsidize payments on homes and, and, and downtown, down payment uh, assistance programs, which we have versions of that already happening, but it isn't targeted to get folks to really look at places like Hancock, New York, Look at places up in you know Newburgh. Look at places in Onondaga County and Dutchess County and so many places all across the state that have vibrant life. And we're going to make sure those lives are even more vibrant. But in addition to that, we want to revolutionize transportation because there's a, a thing called high-speed rail that I'm sure you guys are familiar with where all across the world, you see it in Europe, you see it especially in China, they're mm-hmm. using bullet trains to connect cities that are separated by hundreds of miles and people are getting there within minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So imagine being able to work uh, in the city and live in upstate New York and you're, and you're commuting in this 30 minutes, 45 minutes. So we don't have to be all on top of each other, you know, competing for resources, you know, competing for parking spaces. You know, I can't remember the last time I parked in front of my home. Because you know it's 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 to that point where everyone's especially here. in Brooklyn, especially yeah, especially where I live, right? okay. especially parking. Oh, and especially if you still live in Southside, especially in Southside, South yeah, you can never find a parking. You can't find parking in Southside, so <laughs> no, you can't. You know, that's why I'm a North Side girl. We find parking over here. You have to come up and visit you, So the idea is to get with the 21st century technology to technologies there. Why hasn't New York invested in this a long time ago where, you know, I'm sitting in traffic on the Cross Bronx or the Bell Parkway for two hours, just trying to get from one borough to the next, when 45 minutes I could be from upstate to downstate New York and we can connect all of New York and have one interconnected state that works beautifully for everyone. But this is just regular person thinking outside the box. It's not about politics. It's not about appeasing to the groups that want things to stay the same. This is about what's best for the people of the state of New York. But that also helps the state because absolutely. you still have to you still have to purchase those tickets to get on the train. Absolutely, absolutely. Will this, will, look, will this also go from, from in the borough because Lord Jesus trying to get from Astoria to on this side uh, to, to get on this side of Queens. Boy, oh boy, that's like an hour and a half on the on the Grand Central. And as and as you see, and as you an hour and a half, an hour and a half on a good day, man. And, yeah. Uh, and, and as as you see, congestion is a problem here. You know, we all go into buildings where you see the sign that says, you know, maximum capacity here. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, we don't really care about that. Let's just jam pack as many folks as, as we can when we don't have to do that. There's so many areas of the state money. beautiful that are magnificent. And, and then we have to start thinking about, you know, that the pandemic showed us something where there are options in how we do work for those that are able to use telecommuting and work from home. You know, I can't remember the last time in 2020, I was actually one of those that was still working. And, you know, there was no traffic on the road. You know, mm-hmm. I, I almost mm-hmm. thought, you that know, was beautiful. It was beautiful. You would, I, I can't remember the last time I drove from Queens to Manhattan in like 16 minutes. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was like in the, you like you was 
Well, I, mean, I mean, the foot was a little heavy. I mean, I, well, I did yeah, my, you just didn't realize yeah. it. You didn't realize didn't it. Yeah, but there's no, when there's nobody on the boat, you be like, oh, okay, because you don't know, you can't, you know, match yourself with no other car. You're like, all right, that's I'm just right. driving. Like, wait a minute, hold up, I'm doing me. Right, but I can't officially confess to anything, Rainbow, as I'm running for governor. You that's know, right. We got him on. We got him on. Admit that he was doing sixty and a fifty-five, but uh, you know, at, at this, that's still legal. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They they usually wait till you go ten over and then they start flashing. Right, but right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the idea is to say, and that was when the state put uh, the workers and the work environment on pause and had fifty percent uh, capacity, and then you know it was a total shutdown. But even when it was fifty percent, when they said you know office buildings and 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 work areas could only have fifty percent of the employers in, we saw traffic and congestion dramatically reduced. And mm -hmm. jobs still got done. Folks were still doing things. Mm -hmm. Folks were still able, you know, my brother works in the uh, communications field. He's like, man, I'm getting more work done because, you know, I'm not, you know, sitting in, you know, an hour and a half, as Sister Rainbow said, of traffic commuting. I can just get right to work and get my station doing more, you know, working a little bit longer. Sometimes you got to still cut it off at a certain hour, but, you know, you, 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 you get a little bit more. And then you start having more, uh, you know, more healthy workers in terms of mm -hmm. life balance because they're able to spend more time with their children. They're able to really have more family life. So there was a lot of good things that came out of, of seeing how we can actually, you know, evolve as a state and say there's ways in which we can use the 21st century technology to now create a system and create an environment that actually that actually works a little bit more efficiently. Mm. Yeah, not having definitely, to sit in definitely. traffic is, is it, it it helps you out. It, it you get you get tired, you get sleepy sitting there in traffic. You get exhausted. You're just like, oh, I'm over it. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to get out the car. I'm gonna leave it right here on the parkway and get yes. out. <laughs> I'm not even going to work. Get it. Right. I leave um, it right here. I definitely want to touch on crime real quick because we yeah. I know we got with limited time. Um, so New York right now. We're I'm just going from. New York City, crime is out of control. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I know. Everywhere. I, I just I I was at in Beamington not too long ago, and their crime was crazy. I yes. I, I didn't got out. Like yeah, no no. <laughs> I, I could stay in New York City for this. So, what is the plans? What are your plans on trying to fight crime? And so and and so that's how I tie it all together. Uh, there's there's underlying causes for everything. And, and we haven't taken a step back to analyze the types of crimes that are being committed and what are the root causes to why some of these things are happening. So there's a lot that's tied up in just economics alone, where some of the things that we've been seeing in terms of some of the, the store robberies, we're seeing like videos being posted up on, on writing of people clearing out shelves and things of like that. Some of those are economic crimes where if people had the resources, if they had the financial stability, you wouldn't see some of that things happen, see some, see some of these things happen. You know, the mm -hmm. economic instability leads to broken homes, leads to folks not being able to, you know, get the, the proper guidance that they need because you don't have, you know, a, a, a unit that's able to support you financially. So you end up you know, going and turning to other things that ultimately sometimes is survival. These are sometimes crimes of necessity as opposed to crimes of opportunity we just don't have. So we're doing whatever we can to get. So let's really get to the root and work on some of the economics because we can't over-police our way out of everything. I've been around for almost 20 years in government systems and I've seen, we've done gun buybacks before. I was part, I was there in 2010 when we passed some of the strongest gun laws in the entire state. We've done a lot of these things, but yet we're still seeing it. We've got, A, we've got to be yeah. tough on crime. We've got to make sure we send that message that if you, if you do things that harm any resident in this city, in the state, then you will pay a very high penalty and a high price. And we're not turning the other way. We have to be very tough on crime, but at the same time, we've got to go to the root causes and start to think outside of the box in ways in which we can empower our residents so that they won't have to commit crimes of necessity. The ones that 
once we've taken care of that segment of crimes, now those that are having mental health issues, mental challenges that, you know, we see that, that, that that's happening uh, uh, too often as well. Let's get them the resources that they need. I see Brother Eric Adams is trying to do some of that stuff now. That's good. The state's got to come behind them. The state's got to be able to support that. But we've got to, you know, we've got to really send that message that we're tough on crime. Right now, the leaders that we have, they're not looking to go to the underlying issues. Again, really dealing with the economics. It's only going to get worse until we fix the economics. It's only going to get worse. And then we've got to have incentives for being able to say, you know, the, 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 the things that we're seeing as we're progressing, as we're getting better results, as we're seeing progress, we've got to be able to empower our youth, our youth who have been overlooked and have been ignored and have been neglected. Again, when I used to run the community center, and, and I see that I'm running out of time, as we used to run this community yeah. center, 40 projects, we gave them stuff to do. We had arts programs, music programs, job training programs, financial literacy programs, and even just some fun, entertaining stuff. We gave them stuff to do. And as we've been talking to the violence interrupting uh, organizations all throughout the city, they're saying, Paul, we're able to get the guns out of their hands, but we don't have anything to replace it with. So let's get the state to support these the, the, the youth programs, the youth groups that are the violence interrupters, and let's get some things back into the hands uh, you know, of our youth and those that are you know, you know, under the most stress. Damn, I appreciate it. Definitely. You hit every point I needed to hit. This is one of the most important things. He's asking $10 for a change. And I am backing this up. Um, we will be sending you bread in a minute. So you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> but um, I need, now that we're going to send, I'm going to send this to 10 other people. And I want them to send. Because at the end of the day, like he said, he's not getting money from big businesses and big companies. He's asking us to help him. And I think that is how we're going to strike change. So definitely, I need everyone that's listening. Is he All he asking is for $10. So, so we all can chip in and throw $10. Let's make that happen. If you want to um, donate more than $10, he'll take that too. We'll of take course, it. Definitely. <laughs> You know how you know how black people is. You ask them for a dollar, they ain't looking at the money. Send them more, send them more, send them more than ten. Look, we need a change. We need a change. Listen, um, definitely because we're gonna me and Rainbow are gonna stay on for a little bit. Um, I do appreciate you, Paul. Um, once again, you definitely got my vote. Um, the Evening Rush Network is definitely on your side. Look, um, everybody, so everybody in the definitely. comments was like, you're right. He's right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so I guess you got everybody's vote on the evening rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We definitely got to do this again. June, let's get out there, June, and start voting. Let's get them votes up. Let's get him in where he needs to be so that he can continue this change. He's giving y'all the, the, so the these ideas can actually be tools. implemented. Yes, that's right. Because um, I'm sorry to say the, the, the governor that's in here now ain't doing anything. And she ain't going to check for us. She's not checking for us. I, I haven't seen he her ain't the right skin yet. tone. That's what it is. Yeah, I have not seen her do one thing yet. Um, That's why I miss Cuomo. But now I got a better one. So I'm going with him. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Paul, go ahead. Do handle your business. Thank you again. Um, Once again, let's try to get you back up whenever we can. So thank you. Um, oh, and just let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, th again, I just want to say thank you, Rainbow. You are amazing. Uh, the, the, the questions, the dialogue, the insight, the analysis, amazing. And, you know, Brother Don, you know, you, you had me first. I mean, you said I had, you had me first. And this is, this, is, this is a beautiful platform. I'm going to make it my priority to help this grow and to continue to challenge, you know, the, the, the Breakfast Club, all of them folks out there. We're going to show, you, you know, what Ethan Rush can do. And this is going to be important for, 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 for us to allow great dialogue like this to continue to happen. And to all the listeners, all the viewers, thank you again. You can find us at nichols2022.com. 
the key is word of mouth is so powerful. Tell mm -hmm. friends, tell family, tell it on Facebook, tell it on YouTube. I say in my speeches, create a whole new platform and tell them on that too. Make yeah. sure everybody knows that this change has a new name and it's Nichols in 2022. God bless each and every one of you. You're ready. Absolutely. All right, I appreciate you, Mr. Governor. Thank you. All right. So I think we had a great night, um, definitely. Um, we hit a lot of things that we needed to hit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he absolutely, like all the questions that was asked, he answered them. And it wasn't like he stuttered or stumbled or anything like yeah. that. He answered them. <laughs> That's great, because you know... I don't know what you're talking about, baby. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good wholesome child. Shout out to me for not. I didn't say one foul language all day. I appreciate it. You was about um, to. Yeah, I almost slipped up. Almost. You almost, you almost slipped up. I did good. I almost slipped up. I, yeah, I did, we both did. We did I amazing. I did good. You know me. Right. I usually got a potty mouth, but yeah, yeah. Every, like I was saying, he usually, you know how people, you know when politicians usually talk, they usually like stumble, stutter, and be like, you be like, I don't believe nothing you're saying. Yeah, because they they don't have facts. They're not right. giving us facts. And they don't really have, us... they don't really have a platform. Like he actually had a platform that he actually wants things that he actually wants to implement. Not saying that they're going to allow him to implement them, but they were mm. absolutely very, like he said, outside the box thinking for yeah. people. Like it, it but... literally would, it would be, it would be benefit us and not them. And that's, what we need to do we need to actually start yeah. voting for people who are here to help us and we need to get all those old thinking people out of the mm -hmm. senate and the house and all of that because they're the essentially the ones who are gonna are hindering us because they're yeah. the ones who are saying oh no well no that's not gonna happen we can't no we can't do that and no 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 so even with his good ideas they are absolute excellent ideas. That little New yeah. York uh, credit uh, uh, what score? Love it. Yeah. The train thing, definitely. love it. I, the financial. Yeah, I was just about to say. Love it. <laughs> I was just like, about to say that. Everything he said, not hundred dollar rent. Love it. Like everything he said, I yeah. was like, tell me more. Tell me That's more. What we need. <laughs> tell Absolutely. me more. <laughs> these, these are the things we need in New York. Absolutely. Like he was saying, his his cousin or his godson or I forget who he said lives in Georgia and they have seven hundred and fifty dollars rent. You can you you can't get a room for rent for that. Mm -hmm. Facts, facts. Um, but listen, I definitely appreciate everybody that tuned in. Um, yo, my team is strong. I I love it. Almost all of them was pulling up today, and I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Jada. You know what I mean? Yo, I definitely appreciate the whole plug family. Um, Think and Grow with Yvette Green, Rouse Relaxation Hour, Envy, of course, with her rainbow and the Queens. That's you know, us. Are, are, are you going to be back this Monday? Like, we don't know. We, we don't know. know. Look here. We don't know. We We're don't not 100% sure. But when we do come back, y'all be prepared. Prepare Sorry. to be sick of us. Prepare. Prepare to be sick of us. Okay? You know I love my queens, man. We love you, too. So how you want to go out tonight? Y'all, be safe out there in these streets, the NYC. Because it's hard. It's, yo, it's... This weather outside is blowing minds. I don't know about nobody else, mm -hmm. but the other day it was 60 degrees, and today mm -hmm. it's like freezing and it was snowing and it was hailing and it was raining it was I it was doing everything today besides the sunshine and I don't get it I don't like it either Listen. but y'all be safe out here in these streets because mother nature is I don't know I think yeah, she got her period. <laughs> I don't know she mm -hmm. she she is not happy with us at all <laughs> That's what I could say. She ain't happy with us. I don't know what we did, but whatever y'all did, take it back. Cause I'm ready for good weather. Yeah. I, um. Listen, when we hit sixty that day, I wasn't ready. I had on like 
mad clothes because I'm thinking it's gonna be cold and I just wasn't ready. When I leave the house, before I leave the house in the in the morning, I just make sure I look and see what the temperature's gonna be for the day. Because if I put on my big old puffy coat and it's 60 degrees outside, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> I usually I don't usually dress for the weather. I just usually wear whatever. But if they yeah. say anything between 50 and 60, I put on a sweater and then I put on my smaller coat. It's not Yo. it's it's a, it's still a coat, y'all, because I'm still dressed. Three shirts, <laughs> two two pants, uh, and you know my sweatpants, and and then my regular pants underneath, and then I was wearing my my Boots. my the evening rush varsity jacket. Like oh I was, no, you was probably smelling funky too because you was nah 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 nah. Never I don't care what you say. When I it doesn't that matter. Like if that I am Chicago too. That's crazy. I need I need Mother Nature to get her life together. But right. like I was gonna say, if I'm running late for something, if like I have to if if this if my anxiety starts to kick up, that's the only time I start to stink. Cause if I sweat any other time, it's it's just moisture. But if 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 I'm anxious, it, it's like, girl, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, I haven't reached those levels. You know me, I'm I'm already uh showered. 30 times a day type dude. So nah, it's not. It don't even be, I'm just telling you, if I if I'm anxious at of anything, like if it's like it's a different type of like odor that comes out my body. And I'd be like, what happened? But what happened? Like if I sweat on a on a regular pineapples. I don't know. I don't even think it's my inside. I think it's just my I think it's my body saying, look here. Your anxiety is 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 it don't do it no more? Is it, so that's yeah, what it is. you gotta calm down. Yeah, just I calm just gotta down. calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm going out today saying, first of all, happy birthday to my cousin Blaney. Boom, ah, happy birthday, Blaney. I want to say thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Yo, once Amen. again, congratulations to my son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Proud of him. Another college, another college student. Yo, he got a graduate. Was that three? The rest of the crew, that's three. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got three college graduates. So oh, three college going, graduates. Yeah, and now he's in college. So, because yeah, Don got eighty-five kids. If you a first-time viewer, Don's got eighty-five kids, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's three graduates, one in college. So that's four. So he still got eighty-one more kids to get to college. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at least they doing something. They got to do something. But I'm actually very proud of him. Like he's really stepped it up. Um, and I'm, I'm just glad he decided. I'm glad. Him. I'm glad he decided not to go to the army because I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. feeling that either. Well, I no. I, I, like I said, once. Well, now I'm not feeling it because of what's going on. But before I wanted him to go, so he's not in these streets. I didn't want him in these streets, and that's what I was worried about. And that's why I'm so big thought, right now. Advocate wait, on crime. You thought TJ was gonna be in the streets? Well, listen. He still gotta go to work, you know those little things. So I say, your you child, know, he's I, on a, he's I, on I a mean, train in the bus. That's your so, child, you know? and I know that TJ is not a street person. So no, 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 definitely none of my kids are street people. They don't know street. What? No, no. Mm-mm. They right TJ now. TJ is inside playing in the, the game. Yeah, I was just about to say that we in the crib playing 2K, the WWE 2K right now. So you know what I mean. So that's our life right now. Well, you know what I mean? I definitely appreciate everybody on the love, man. Make yes. sure you download that app. Get that app. Stop playing. Get the app. Download the app. It's on Google and it's on Apple. What else can I say? Don't forget y'all $10. You already know. That's what I was about to put up. <laughs> We're looking for change with our brother. Change. What are the breakfast club shapes? A change for change. Yeah, let's 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 get this man in office. Let's get Kathy Hope. We, I mean, let me tell you something. Out of even, office, you know what? Even there. if he isn't able to implement all of his, you know, whatever he his the fact that he has out of this out of the box thinking that to me that's the best thing because everyone that that they put in office think just like the last person that was in office. Right. And, and I don't, I, 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 that's, that's not, clearly that didn't help us. So we need somebody that's going to do us a little bit better. So please, I'm going to send my $10 because that's all I got right now. But when I get another $10, I'll send that too. <laughs> yeah, we definitely going to send out money. 
Um, shout out once again to our sponsors, The Gallery, which was on last night. I'm sorry I missed the show, Ben. I was out of it. My, Don't my had a migraine, so he yeah. had COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's how we started yesterday. Or um, <laughs> Shout out to Industry 21 Mag. Make sure y'all get that copy. Shout out to um, Starter Magazine also, because we're about to be up in that as well. So salute to the Evening Rush for that one. Shout out oh, to the Cause of Concern Solution Network. Shout out to Hot Commodity Cosmetics. Of course, Envious Creations, who got me looking real nice the other day. I was in the street, and everybody saw that Shut Up Dawn, and it was- Shut Up Dawn. Like, you know what I mean? So I was loving the street right now. And of course, shout out to Martin Felton. Remember, you can also check us out on IG, The Evening Rush Show, at Don underscore the underscore evening underscore rush. I gotta figure out how to shorten that. But anyway, and then why are you the only rainbow? Put Don at the evening show. Um, evening show <laughs> at the evening rush. You had to put all these yeah. underscores. Yeah, yeah, I had to put so they could see. Because what it was was when I'm on like certain people's show, they mm-hmm. they they're like they don't know what it. They don't know what it says. Yeah, they're like Don um, the rush. And I'm like, yo, stop chopping my name up. Like, it's Dawn the Evening Rush. Thank you. you know Maybe I mean? it's when you look, when you get on, you can put that on there. But for this thing, you just need to, yeah, just take those those underscores yeah. out. We know what it is. And then make sure y'all check up One by Rainbow. Let's go get you a nice massage. Definitely need it for all of us. Shit, so I'm going to need it. Once again, you already know what it is. It's the Evening Rush. Make sure you, you, Subscribe to YouTube, supporting, subscribe. That's, that's the biggest support like. I can I can ask from everybody. It's subscribe, free. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Appreciate you. It's you free. You know, shout out to my boys, fresh. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Big. Yo, we miss you, Big. Definitely. Um, you know. You said like I'm. Uh, I mean, yes, we miss Big, but you said shout out to Fresh. De- we definitely miss you, Big. We definitely miss Fresh. We knew him. Yeah, I know. I miss, I miss both of them. Well, I, I remember I, I met Big multiple times. So it, I did. Yeah. So I know that, man. I met Big multiple times. So that's like, you know what I'm saying? But you already know. That's my I was a ba- I was a baby when Big died. I was, what, what was I, like 15? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was a baby. I was fourteen. I was fourteen, actually. I, I ain't talking. You were still a baby, if you ask me. But anyway, I, yeah, I we wasn't. out of here, man. Yo, we appreciate y'all.